This show has explicit language and probably has mature themes. Hey, John, will you give us that intro look? Explanations. I'm Dexter Sorensen. I look some stuff up on Wikipedia, watch some YouTube about it, and I'm going to explain it to my friend David Gerondale. David, hey, what's good? Hey, me. I'm good. Yeah. How are you? I'm also good, just like you. Cool. What are we going to learn about? We're going to do The Dress and Yanni or Laurel. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. But Interesting. But before we do that, let's get into corrections. Oh. Because we have one this week. Oh, Okay. Okay, so Tori Paradox reached out on Instagram and brought up a correction for us. She wrote, I had a correction about the Kazam and Shazam piece. We talked about it in the last example of the Mandela effect. Yeah. Um, she continues, Sinbad was not in Kazam, but Shaq was definitely in Kazam. David was right when he said that. Shazam was a show from the 70s, and to my knowledge, neither were in that one. Love you guys. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Tori. Cool. Yeah, thank you for telling Dexter he's wrong. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't feel that bad about that one because I didn't write notes about it and didn't understand it, and I, we probably shouldn't have talked about it at all. I feel good about it because uh, I didn't have any notes, and I knew what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> no, I think you're still wrong about something. I mean... In probably every episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about the dress first. Okay. Um, so let's, we're going to start by talking about the origin of it, and then we'll talk about what's going on with it. Yeah, you're going to kind of introduce it for people who don't actually know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, in a narrative fashion. So in mid-February 2015, around a week before the wedding of Grace and Keir Johnston in Colonsay, Scotland, just like an island place okay so you probably butchered that name (laughs) all of them (laughs) um the bride's mother took a picture of the dress she was planning to wear to the wedding and sent it to her daughter okay and grace posted the pictures to her facebook after her and her homies disagreed over the color of her dress um so it's not just the photo in person oh no sorry sorry, they had okay never mind they got sent a picture of it yeah uh, okay so it got sent a picture by her mom gotcha and then she showed it to some of her friends and her friends disagreed about the color of the dress some saw it as white and gold while others saw the same dress in the same photo as blue and black right i wonder what color the mom saw white and gold probably um buys a blue and black wedding dress it depends uh because even if you anyway uh, <laughs> so the bride and groom, they're actually friends with this Scottish, Scottish folk music group Okay, called Kanach. It's, or Kanak. Something. With a C-H at the end. Um, a, f- a few days after the w- wedding Kanak. on February 26th, Kanak. one of the band members, Ketlin M- McNeil, posted a picture to her Tumblr and asked her followers to listen to it. But she also reached out to Kate's Holderness of BuzzFeed with a link to the post asking Kate's to help resolve the color dispute. Okay. But Kate's dismissed it initially and checked on the post near the end of the day. 
And by the end of the day, it already had 5,000 notes, which is insanely viral for Tumblr. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 5,000 is viral. Yeah. Uh, at the time for Tumblr. Oh. Um, <clears throat> and at its peak, the Tumblr page was getting 14,000 views a second or 840,000 views per minute. Wait, what? Did, what do what the five thousand tickets mean? I thought uh, you meant no, views. No, those are that. notes. Those are notes. those aren't views. Those are people actually like leaving comments or re oh, relinking. Those I are like see. actions to. The okay, post. so it was incredibly viral. Yeah. Um. So then, Kate's put a post on BuzzFeed with a simple poll for users to submit which color they saw on the dress. And that night, the page set a new record at BuzzFeed for concurrent visitors, having 673,000 concurrent visitors at its peak. Whoa. Yeah, it went, do you, remember, you remember it, right? Concurrent it meaning at crazy. the same time. Yeah. So they, at their peak, they had 760 some odd people. 630. 630,000. Yeah. But yeah, you remember it, right? Like people yes. are all picking oh, sides. Oh, yeah, I remember it. You know yeah. what side you are? Oh, blue and gold or white and or sorry, blue and black or white and gold. I don't actually remember. All right, let's um, pause because I've seen both. I've I've seen like both of them laid out. This is the first like time we're gonna do it, see. and we're gonna cut for time. But take out your phone and look. I can't tell because I'm seeing images next to each other of the same. Dress Type Wikipedia the dress. Wikipedia the dress. Yeah. Or Wiki the dress. Okay, so on Wikipedia, the image they have is white and gold. Okay, but so... But what's weird is there's images all over the internet I can see of the blue and black. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. We'll get to that. Um, is there's the authentic picture? That's the authentic picture on Wikipedia. Okay. So, David, you just saw it on Wikipedia. What do you see it as? Yeah, white and gold. Yeah, I also see it as white and gold. Um, shit tons of people got on Twitter using hashtag the dress, hashtag white and gold, and hashtag black and blue. And ultimately, the dress was subject of 400, shit, 4.4 million tweets within 24 hours. Whoa. Right? Damn. Um, and by March 1st, over two-thirds of BuzzFeed users polled responded that the dress was white and gold. So most people see, saw it as white and gold, okay. at least initially. And this is where we get to what's going on with the dress. The dress actually has been identified. It's actually a blue and black dress from the retailer Roman Originals. Whoa, okay. Yeah. So it's actually blue and black, and Literally. only one-third of people see it that way in the photo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and after this shit happened, if you can believe it, they sold a bunch more of those dresses. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it's not a bad-looking dress. No, it's not. They even made a single white and gold dress, and they sold it at a charity auction. Huh. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just would think the white and gold would be more appropriate for a wedding, but I guess, you know, there's no reason to be traditional about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the colors you see in the dress really has to do with perception or, more precisely, how your brain perceives color. Like, I watched two helpful YouTube videos about this, one by SciShow and one by ASAP Science on YouTube. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think I watched the ASAP Science one. Yeah, um, they were really helpful for, like, kind of understanding it. So what it boils down to is color consistency or the fact that light changes the colors of things they illuminate. 
Oh, shoot. I just remembered the explanation. Okay, yeah. So our brains are great at perceiving colors that are underneath rather than the colors that the eyes are actually seeing. Right. So, like, when you look at an object in a shadow, your brain instantly thinks, oh, shadows make objects appear darker, and then your brain compensates to make the image appear lighter. Exactly. So you see a truer version of the world. And it's not a conscious decision you make. Right. Or not a tr- Sorry, I just got tripped up over what I said. I guess it's actually not a truer version of the yeah, world. Yeah, actually Your truer. brain is doctoring it to give you a more informative yeah. vi- version of the world. It's actually doctoring reality, giving you a lie that's more informative than the truth. Yeah, exactly. Like, but in the image of the dress, the context is like super arbitrary. And like, because the picture was taken too, like, super close to the dress, and it's like washed out with terrible white balance. So the brain has to assume what the color is. Right. And so people who picture the dress as white have brains that might be interpreting the dress in a blue lit room. Okay. And, or like, like as if it's near a window with a bright blue sky on it. Right, right. Um, and in that type of lighting, it makes sense that the white dress would be tinted blue and the gold color wouldn't really change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, people who see it as black and blue may be interpreting the dress in an artificially lit scenario somewhere with yellow light. So the brain sees the gold as just a reflection of yellow light off the off of the black and believes that the blue has been unaffected. Go so it's like a really shiny black basically yeah. and it reflects a lot of light. It's highly reflective even though it's a dark color. Yeah. Light coming at it from an angle relative to the camera is going to be reflected. Yeah, and um, so the brain just has to kind of make a choice immediately and once your brain makes a choice, it's hard to unsee it. Right, you're stuck with it. You you're don't have kinda, a conscious choice over it necessarily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like without color consistency, like we were talking about, the whole world would be like really confusing. We'd think that things were changing color all the time instead of the light changing color, illuminating the things we're looking at. Right, right. You're able to perceive things, um, as being consistent, even though they're really not as far as color is concerned. Right. Yeah. Instead, you have this general sense of what the ambient light is. Yeah. Like, uh, and then see a an average like an almost an averageization of that thing's color yeah like there's a there's like a bunch of like visual illusions where they have an image like two colors and one which looks to be in a shadow uh-huh. and they ask which one's lighter and which one dark one's darker and they're always the same but you're you can't see it until they take away the other colors surrounding it. Right. That they're actually the same color. Oh yeah, yep. I've encountered lots of those types of little puzzles. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, uh, UCLA's neuroscience department chair, Dr. Ellen Carpenter, said about this. She said, "Our brain is really good at filling in information that's not actually there. So it's basing what it sees on its own interpretation of the image." And so, yeah, the dress is pretty much just, like, a good example of how, like, the brain interprets reality and that the reality we perceive from that interpretation is not actually the same as reality itself. Right. And your brain has to do a lot of interpretation. Has to, like, trillions I mean, of I times don't, a day. Did, I don't know. It was so long ago. I don't know if in eyes we... Did we talk about how sucky eyes are? Like, from an I evolutionary we, standpoint? 
Like they're just garbage. No, I think we missed it. That was a bad episode. Yeah, I mean it was early on. It wasn't <laughs> it was a bad really episode. We were just noobs. Yeah, we were. Um, but yeah, I suck. Anyway, I mean, like you but got like humanized. blood vessels and stuff going in front of the retina. Like there's so much garbage in front of the retina, and there's no integral reason for that. It's just that it developed piece by piece over time. Yeah, piecemeal, and so like. It was given some more time. I it was be better. It was built to just sense light, and then later more things were added to it over time to make it be able to actually focus See, kinda, and pick up sharp I images. I kind of have but. a bit of a qualm with the idea then, like the eyes suck. Like well, they're no. kind of the most complex thing. Not nah, brain like, for as sure. As far but. as perception, like an understanding and like for us especially humans like tons of our cognition goes into perceiving through sight yeah but that's what i'm saying like your brain does all the heavy lifting oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah it fills in all the pieces and think about this way too like while we are dominant on our eyes some would argue that that's partly cultural in some ways like if you if you don't have the use of your eyes you can make any sense pretty much as good as eyes. You know what I mean? Like your brain can just dedicate dedicate cognition as good, to whichever sense. As good as like in what order I mean to get is around a modern world. What I mean is, oh no, because a modern world is, is ableist. For, yeah, it's it is built ableist. for people who are quote unquote able. Yeah. Um. And so, like, when you get into things like deaf space, which is built for deaf people, mm-hmm. it has no sharp corners. It has like rounding corridors where it's easy to make line of sight uh it has schools like that right yeah yeah exactly there are academies and schools like that uh there's lots of places being built with the idea of deaf space that's cool community centers um yeah that's really cool it's just it's an it's the i it's trying to explore the idea that maybe being disabled has more to do with the way we build our world and, and the way the, we design our tools, then it has oh, yeah. to do with any one person's actual physical faculties or senses. Like you, if you think about like what's the most crippling thing about being left-handed is that nothing is meant for you. Yeah, left-handed you. people die on average younger than right-handed people. Why? Simply because tools are made for right-handed people. Yeah, even scissors. Even scissors. You have to go out of your fucking way, and it's not easy to find them either. Yeah. But you have to go out of your fucking way to get left-handed scissors. And then you have to, if you are left-handed, you usually have to plan where you sit at a table because there's a bunch mm. of right-handed people. Yep. and like me and Alicia, next to somebody or eating next to somebody. Yeah, yeah, me and Alicia have to plan where we sit. Mm. Now we don't. It it's just happens just automatically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, th- but that's pretty much what I got about uh, the dress. You want to talk about Yanni or Laurel? Yeah. <laughs> this right. one I got Do you remember more this involved one? in. Yeah. Which which did you hear, Yanni or Laurel? Originally, Laurel. Oh, really? And yes. then you started to hear Yanni? Yes. Oh, and then well, no, no, no. I I used this NPR um You little... can slow. Yeah, we're yeah. going to get to that. It's, okay. Um <clears throat> Okay, so let's start. Yanni or Laurel, it's an auditory illusion of a re-recording of a vocabulary word. And it became popular in 2018. Uh, in May. In a Twitter poll with over 500,000 respondents, 53% of people heard the word Laurel, while 47% heard the word Yanny. That's way closer spread, yeah. than, or way tighter spread than the last one. Than the dress. I'll, actually, 
like when watching a bunch of YouTube videos, most of them were done from four years ago. So I kind of trust Wikipedia more. Mm-hmm. But there was a huge spread. Like some said 70 30 one way, some said 70 30 the other way. For Laurel and Yanni? No, or for, no, the, for dress? the dress. Oh, okay. This is the only figure I have on Yanni at Laurel. But anyway, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so. Analysis of the sound frequencies confirmed that both sets of sounds are actually present in the mixed recording. Right, yes. But some listeners focus on the higher frequency sounds in Annie and can't hear the laurel, the lower sounds <laughs> of the word laurel. 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 Um, but the mixed recording, the one with laurel in it, was made by these students who played the sound of the word laurel as in Laurel Wreath, while re-recording the playback of the original. And the original was an audio clip of J. Aubrey Jones, an opera singer, saying Laurel in 2007 when she spoke the word as one of 200,000 reference pronunciations produced and published by Vocabulary.com in 2007. (laughs) (laughs) The weird credits you get. Right? That's nuts. Like, 200,000 words? That is a job. Um, but then, here's another, here's another credit to give away for it. The discovery of the ambiguity phenomenon is attributed to a 15-year-old freshman at a high school near Atlanta, Georgia, named Katie, who posted a description publicly on Instagram on May 11, 2018. And the illusion then reached further popularity when the student's friend posted it on Reddit the next day. Okay. So, like, so many different people collaborated on that without knowing. Yeah. In order to make it such, like... Interesting. Yeah, yeah. that it wasn't produced all at one time or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Lan- Yanni or Laurel is, like, just another example of something that exists within a perceptual boundary. And, like, like you were talking about, if you pitch shift the audio to higher or lower frequencies, the same listener can... hear different interpretations and who did you say did the one you npr yeah yeah so yeah like the new york times and npr both release interactive tools on their websites that change the pitch of the recording and then there's a slider that allows you to either hear laurel or yanny depending on whether you shift it higher for yanny or lower for laurel um but then what i did is i put it in the middle um, and then you where I heard Laurel because oh, after so hearing, I, yeah, yeah when it was when it was in the middle because it starts in the middle when you load up the page the dial is just in the middle and you can take it to the the um, right for Laurel and to the left for Yanny but then you put it back to so, the middle and heard yeah Laurel. when it was in the middle I heard Laurel but yeah it's based on and then I moved clues. it around and I got to Yanny and then after a while of keep, I, I kept doing that I ke- I brought it back to the middle. And I could choose whether to hear a Laurel or Yanny. It was really difficult at first, but eventually I could just switch back and forth between yeah. hearing Laurel or hearing Yanny. I can't. I can't do that. My hearing is actually pretty bad, um, so I can't. I can't do that. But I did start to look at the picture of the dress and start to like think of it as under a blue light, and like look past the dress, uh-huh. thinking of it as under a blue light, and I started to see it as black and blue. Oh, that's cool. But I had to like really work at it. Yeah. And every time I look at it initially, it's always white and gold. Oh, man. So I like started to be able to change it, but not really. 
I'm going to nerd out for a second. Stuff like that, being able to like change your perception um, consciously like that. Yeah. Change a subconscious thing consciously. Yeah, it's weird. That makes me think about like some Dune, Dune type shit. I, not stuff you encounter. Well, I guess yeah, stuff you encounter in the first book, but like really encounter in the second. I'm book. not really familiar with Dune. Any any Dune fans out there? Uh, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that book series is fucking cool. Yeah, I, I really should listen to it. I'm gonna get an audible. The account. Dune movie. I think this movie's gonna be awesome. The director said he's trying to make a very faithful retelling of the book. Okay, cool. Yes. Don't they all say that though? No. Okay. A lot of people are like, yeah. We're going to do an interpretation. I want to explore like the, the author's universe and like, yeah. Okay. You got anything about the dress or Yanni or Laurel? Mm, no. Me neither. Um, but I had fun. Me too. <laughs> Wink. Because you're cute. And that's it for this episode. Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided them sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. Art and logo by Monet Moran. I want to thank all of our past and current cherished and beloved listeners on Patreon. Your support means everything to me, to us, and to the show itself. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash Dexplanations. Or tell a friend to listen to your favorite episode. Or leave a review on iTunes. Likely, we got a bunch of things wrong. If you want to tell me about it or just want to bullshit, hit me up at DexplanationsPodcast at gmail.com. Tweet me at Dexplanations or comment on the Instagram. I'll bring it up in a later episode or do new, new episode about it. Oh, and as for you, you have kind eyes. Bye now. Bye <laughs> now.